0: This is Jen, and this is Dom, and you're listening to
1: 99% Chance of
0: Wine and Murder. <laughs> Welcome to episode 9. Holy. I feel like I was listening to some past episodes and we get pretty excited every episode. Right? Yeah. We're already at episode 9. <laughs> We're just excited. We're just okay. really excited about this podcast just so everyone knows. It's like a dream come true for us, okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, so we're trying out some essential oils tonight, or I am. Yes, they're it's the best. It's tangling on my neck right now and it's, it's fucking amazing.
1: It's peppermint.
0: So if you ever have a headache, use this because it definitely makes it go away. It's amazing. Plus, just so everybody, because I know you want to know this about me, I have nose problems so I'm like really stuffed up a lot of the time because it's a structural issue. I went to a nose person and they put a camera up there, which, by the way, not pleasant. I wouldn't imagine. No. Um, anyways, it, uh, cleared up my nose pretty good, though.
1: I know. That's why I use mine, too. I, I always put it under my nose. I
0: can't breathe again. It's just just a fantastic <laughs> feeling. So also Dom and I uh, talked about it, and I know we've talked about and uh, the last couple episodes having like a really crazy one for episode ten, but we decided because we're fucking weird um, that we want to ring in the new year. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna save it. Happy New Year! Here's the most fucked up thing you'll ever hear.
1: The most fucked up. And I also have never heard another podcast do that one. No, I haven't either, actually. Like, I looked it up online, but uh, nothing came up, so who knows? We could be wrong, but we're pretty stoked about it.
0: Yeah, so just, like, get ready for that. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. You're going to have nightmares. <laughs> I know I did. Yeah. yeah. I was also thinking about today when I was texting you and, like, all this week being, like... Because we've been, like, researching our murders ahead of time lately, and... uh Like, if someone read our texts to each other, they would be like, these two want to kill people. We could be
1: incriminated.
0: Yeah, because I'm like, I'm so excited about the murders. Can't wait for you to hear them. And And I'm like... like, like, As I'm, like, typing up my murders, I'm like, this is so exciting. I cannot wait to read this.
1: And then I'm like, let's pretend it's blank person instead
0: of this person. I also wanted to mention that I was, like, making a typing motion that no one can see me do except Dom. But it was was, was happening. It was funny. (laughs) I was trying not to laugh. (laughs) Because I look so stupid. I I succeeded. (laughs) (laughs) All right, should we get into the murders? Yes, it's your turn to go first this time. Okay, so just before I start this one, this happened in France.
1: So just so everyone knows,
0: I'm going to butcher all of the French words because I am not good at this. Jen, did you know in Canada, like, French is supposed to be our second language? Listen. I know that. Okay. But I'm very Albertan. I took you know it. what's crazy? Because, like, um, I, I went to college with a girl who was from Manitoba, and that's, like, a, it's a very, like... They speak a lot of French there. Oh, really? Yeah. And she said it was kind of, like, a culture shock coming to Alberta because, like, nobody speaks French here, basically.
1: I'd be pissed if someone started speaking French to
0: me. <laughs> I'd <be> like, stop. <laughs> what? Because I can't understand... You like know, the industry, like <laughs> the industry I'm in actually though, there's a lot of Frenchmen, oh, uh, I can see that. Image, to be honest, and a lot of them from Montreal and everything. But my parents are both from Montreal. Oh. Although since they've come to Alberta, they've kind of like not, they don't really speak French or anything anymore because I mean it's just not, you, just, I mean you take it in school, but like it's just not something that's uh. Big.
1: Everyone guess? from my my work is from East India. Like you know, like Pakistan, yeah, places like that,
0: yeah. And I've
1: actually learned some of the words. Oh, really? That's a- fun. alaikum. What does that mean? Hello. That's so long. Up, Casey. Hey. What does
0: that mean?
1: How are uh, you? Cool. Yeah, I know a couple more too, say but I haven't well, written them. Saying down. hello
0: is like very complicated.
1: Yeah, and then if someone says hello to you, you go, "Olaikum Asalaam back to them, which means good. How are you? Huh? Or no, something like that. You know, like I just noticed <laughs> it back. She's so
0: learning everybody.
1: I have like five different sayings written down on my
0: phone. Okay. No, that's super cool though. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome.
1: it's really hard to learn though. Like.
0: I mean, it sounds difficult. Although I've heard that the English language is really hard to learn, just because there's like so many ways to say different yeah. words. My
1: dad told me I didn't have enough to
0: <laughs> in what I was saying the other night. Oh my god. He's like, well, dad's. Classic dads. Yeah. Okay. Your turn, Jen. All right. Let's hear. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, the, <laughs> here we here we go. Sorry. I, got, I just got excited. Um, okay. So this happened. Okay. So it's the Pepins. Pepins sisters. I'm gonna emphasize also every word that I say. Ooh. Pepins. 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 Yeah. That one. <laughs> okay. But like. I know we're going to post photos of this, but, like, looking at pictures of these sisters, because it happened in the 1930s. So, like, pictures make people look, like, so fucked. Yeah. And they look so creepy. Here we go. Here we go. Let's dive in. So, Christine and Leia Pepin had a dysfunctional upbringing, often being subjected to abuse and molestation. Their father went as far as to rape their oldest sister, who was sent away after the incident to a convent to become a nun. That's sad. Yeah. So when their parents divorced, because their mom got fed up with all of the abuse and whatever, and because their father was a really angry man, Mm -hmm. uh, both sisters were sent to a mental institution to recover from the divorce, which in turn brought them very close together. Right. So then in 1926, after their release, they found a job as living servants at the mansion of Rene Lancelin. I think I got that right. Who was a retired solicitor living in Le Mans, France. Le Mans. Le, Le Mans. Le Mans. I told you guys this is happening. He lived with his wife and their growing daughter. His daughter had recently moved out with his, sorry, his other daughter had recently moved out to live with her new husband. The sisters were required to work fourteen-hour days with only half a day off per week, which wow. was typical at this time for like living servants because you needed oh. to be like up at awake like when they were awake and then go to bed when they were, went to bed kind of thing. Okay. So, um, so they they normally just kept themselves. They were pretty socially awkward and they didn't socialize with their bosses or anyone in the town for that matter. But Renee was okay with this as long as the girls worked hard and had all of their housework and duties finished. Mm-hmm. So everything seemed to be going smoothly for close to seven years when one night suddenly everything changed. Ooh. On the night of February 2nd, 1933, Rene was supposed to meet his wife at a friend's house for dinner. When she didn't show up, he decided to venture home to find out what was going on. When he arrived, he noticed that the whole house was dark except for the slight dim of candlelight coming from the maid's chamber. He thought this looked really suspicious, so he decided to inform the police um, rather than go inside the house. That's weird. Yeah. But I mean, at that time, it sounded like you would just like just call up the police. So he had to like, uh, like I mean, he like went to the police station. Was oh, like, hey, okay. You need to come back to my house with me. I couldn't imagine that. That would be shitty. Yeah, I know. Like I, I was thinking about that too while I was researching like, you're about that to get stuff. murdered, and you can't even call for help. Exactly.
1: Um, Are you expected
0: to, like, walk
1: there? Like, oh, (laughs) I just got murdered. Please help me.
0: Someone's murdering me. (laughs) Just yelling it. Um, Okay, so they followed Renee back to his mansion, and the officers entered the house. Little did they know they would be walking into a super gruesome crime scene. Inside, they found the bodies of Renee's wife and daughter. They had been brutally murdered, with their eyes gouged out and their faces smashed beyond recognition. Jesus. Yeah. The two sisters were found in their beds, na- sorry, or naked in their beds in the maid's chamber, and immediately confessed to the murders. The police found the murder weapons in their room, which were a kitchen knife, a hammer, and a pewter pot. So I think that they think that they hit them with the uh, the pot in the back of their heads and then like smashed to subdue their face? them and then kind of just like went to town. What the fuck? Yeah. So the sisters were promptly arrested and placed into prison separately. Christine, who was the older sister, had a complete meltdown and became extremely depressed because she was away from her sister because they would never been apart. Yeah. Um, at, and, like, people, like, pointed at, like, the police and, like, the prison officials and stuff. Like, they pointed out how fucking weird. Like, it's one, one thing to be super close with, like, your siblings and right. family. But they were so close that they, like... They thought that they were, like, basically sharing a personality because they just, like... that Literally were just, like, doing the same thing all the time. Like, it was super weird. Um, yeah, so anyway, so at one point they allowed the sisters to see each other and Christine, like, they said, basically jumped into Leia's arms. Overreaction. Yeah. So a few months later, before the trial started, Christine went into a fit of insanity and tried to gouge out her own eyes. She had to be subdued and put in a straitjacket. After she calmed down, she said that she told the prison officials that she went into a similar fit the night of the murders. Oh. Um, so many people in the public believe that the girls murdered their bosses because of the poor living conditions uh, that they had, but that was proven to not be the case. Um, then in September of 1933, although their upbringing and mental health was considered, both girls were convicted of the murders. Christine was determined to be the mastermind behind the crime and that she murdered her bosses over a petty feud. She was sentenced to death, but that soon changed to life imprisonment. Leah was seen as the accomplice because she was so influenced by her older sister and she would do anything she said. So after the trials, uh, when the girls were separated again, Christine became very depressed and refused to eat. Um, So she soon wasted away and she ended up dying in 1937. That's sad. Yeah, so Leia was released from prison in 1941, she moved in with her mother. She ended up getting a job at a hotel in Nantis using a fake identity. So she's believed to have died in 1982, but like she kind of like basically fell off the like, face of the planet, right. so like, they can't really determine. It, there's been a documentary, I guess, made on them and uh, they interviewed her. But she had a stroke and stuff, so Mm -hmm. she was not really, like... The same. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of a... Kind of a crazy one. Yeah, that's pretty weird. I mean...
1: I mean, it's good to be close with somebody, but, like, not to the point where you can't function on your own.
0: No. You know? (laughs) No. And, well, I know, and, like, literally they said, like, they, like, never spend any time apart. They only talk to each other. Like, they never, like... It was. It was beyond. That's so weird. Yeah. Like I feel like. Like they didn't. Ha- they weren't individuals in themselves. Like they were basically just one person. That's creepy. I know. I don't know how you
1: could survive like that. Obviously, you can't.
0: No. And they like. That's why she like lost her. I don't know why her sis, her younger sister, didn't. Like go into such extreme bits as as Christine did, not mm-hmm. you know, but. Hmm.
1: All right, my turn? Yeah. All right, let's take a look back in time oh, into the okay, history okay. of Ireland. Oh, Ooh. Ireland. And one specific day of desolation and dread, May 17th, 1974.
0: Wait, guess what's cool? What? My birthday's May 16th. <laughs> in case you guys want to know that, <laughs> nobody does. It was just really close to my birthday, so I needed to... That is exciting.
1: An unsteady time of Ireland's history resulting in acts of violence and despair. Let's start with what happened on May 17th, also known as the Troubles. The day in which a series of bombings attacks claimed multiple lives and injured many more. In Ireland, this is known as the deadliest attack in the Republic's history. Three car bombs in Dublin, Ireland and one in Monaghan, Ireland. Every single bomb went off during rush hour. This is the busiest time for people to be out on the roads, but even more people frequented the streets at this particular time due to their bus transportation being down.
0: Someone, like, really, like, researched this, hey? Yeah. Or, well, like, this particular day there was, like, yeah, transportation Or, out. like,
1: in their favor, it just didn't. The buses weren't running that day. <laughs> Mm -hmm. To make matters even worse, 100% of each bomb was set to explode at the time of detonation. So how did this vicious series of explosives play out? Dublin got the worst of the bombings. This began on Parnell Street at 1728, blowing out storefronts and destroying cars. Those that were nearer were pelted with debris and thrown with the explosion. Unfortunately, it ended in the deaths of 10 innocent individuals. Two of these individuals were infants. Many of the other bystanders were severely injured, or had missing limbs. The well, I guess that would like include a severely injured. I guess.
0: But I mean, you gotta throw in there that missing
1: limbs. Yeah, I mean, at least you are still alive. I guess. Like. Okay. The car that had been used was found to have been hijacked hours before. See, sometimes it's not so great to be so into murder because you come, become, like, a little insensitive to, like, certain oh, things. I, I, feel, I feel
0: the same way. I'm like, I mean, this, I I'm mean, not interested just, in this
1: anymore. It's just an, like, an arm, like, at least you're still living. You're fine. <laughs> but if that was my arm, I'd be like, what the fuck?
0: I know, we would be the most dramatic about it.
1: So not knowing that the attacks were not over, people were shocked and called for help. At 1730, only moments later on Talbot Street, another car bomb was detonated. This explosion again resulted in damaged stores, flying debris, but even worse, bystanders were hit with the shrapnel coming from the explosion and suffered severe burns to their body. At this location, 12 people were killed immediately, with others being rushed to hospital only to die two days later As a result of their injuries depending how you look at this more people actually died than 12 as one woman was nine months pregnant and lost her life and her babies one man was also impaled in the abdomen by an iron bar at this location the final bomb to go off in dublin exploded at 1732 on south light street at this location two more lives were lost as Dublin was left in ruins and havocs, no one could expect that 90 minutes later in Monaghan Ireland at 1858, yet another deadly bomb would explode. The fourth of the bombing series and the deadliest. This car bomb weighed 150 pounds and exploded in the heart of the Monaghan city. After looking into the car's information, it was found that this ...had been stolen hours before at a port-down car park, which I'm assuming is maybe, like, just where somebody parks their car. Like a
0: parking car? Of yeah. Kind of, yeah.
1: This attack killed five people on scene and resulted in the death of two other individuals later in hospital. The fourth attack was considered to be a diversion to draw security guards away from the border where they were stationed, this resulting in the bombers being able to retreat back to Northern Ireland. As the bomb ex- bombs exploded, other individuals in the street that had not been harmed began rushing to the aid of the ones now fighting for their lives. It was a horror scene of dismembered bodies, blood, and fear. The helping hands began, began wrapping the dead bodies and wounded individuals in coats. The wounded were piled into the cars of those close by and driven to the hospital to receive quicker care. Quickly after the attacks were announced, other citizens rushed to the hospitals to donate blood and off offer help where they could. A morgue worker by the name of Patty Doyle reported that the morgue looked like a slaughterhouse. Workers were literally taking dismembered body parts, legs, arms, hands, feet and trying to match it to the appropriate host in order to make a complete body. Jeez. The atrocious attack resulted in 34 deaths, including the pregnant woman's unborn baby but 35 if you count the stillborn child of Edward and Martha O'Neill just a couple weeks later. These bombings were considered to be a reaction to the Sunningdale Agreement. This agreement was an attempt to establish a shared power between Northern Ireland Executive and Cross Border Council. The agreement was signed at Sunningdale Park location in Sunningdale, Berkshire on December 9, 1973. However extreme a terrorist act as this is, no perpetrators were found or convicted of the crime. One week after the incident, the UVF, which was a paramilitary group, claimed responsibility of the attacks. It was also speculated that the British state security and the Guinan gang were involved as well. But yet again, there was no evidence ever found on... Who actually did it and nobody was ever brought to justice. This, this is an extremely sad day in history that resulted in many deaths for a very unjust reason. You can find more information on this gruesome act by searching it online. If you do, please let me know who you think um, did it and your speculations.
0: I can't believe you did an unsolved murder.
1: I know. It's my most hated thing ever.
0: That's crazy. I'm, pr- I'm proud of you.
1: A mass murder.
0: That is a mass
1: murder. Mass murder. That's sad. And I was thinking, too, like, if the UVF, like, admitted to doing it.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, a lot of times it's, like, ISIS kind of thing takes claim for... Fuck ISIS. No, I know, but I just mean, like, they're like, oh, no, we're the ones who did the bombing, but it's not like they can get to any of them to... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like that situation.
1: And then, like, speculating that the, like, British security was in it anyways, like, I was like, huh... Yeah. How? (laughs) Because it didn't... I, like, kept trying to find more and more detail, but it wasn't, like... Yeah. Going into detail on, like, how they were dismissed from the case, basically. That's crazy. Yeah, I thought it was pretty... pretty out there. It's a lot of... a lot of bombings to be... happen in the matter of, like, an hour and a half, two hours.
0: Well, yeah, like, how... I mean, it's not like you can really even... like, begin to react to that.
1: And, like, not only that, but, like, how would you, like set them up fast enough in all four locations, like, you'd have to have multiple people doing it. But oh, then for 100%. nobody to, like, notice you or see you, like...
0: yeah, Ha. Huh. Well, I think it's just, like, I mean, I think there's a lot of chaos during that time, right? So it's, like, oh, even if sure. someone saw something that they thought was weird, it's, like, they're, like, oh, well, maybe not, like, because they're just, like...
1: Well, now they're probably missing an arm, so I'm pretty sure
0: they're not gonna worry about the guy who got it in of the car. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Um... Oh wow, that's crazy, yeah, I was gonna tell you also when i was uh I was uploading for episode eight mm-hmm. um when I was finding pictures for our instagram posts i uh when you okay, just so everyone knows like when you search the toy box killer and you click on images, yeah, okay, be careful. they are fucked, yeah, I, I know. was like, who what is this shit I know like. I was I just was not you were not expecting I was not expecting it and I was like I mean I looked at all of them
1: well in my next murder there is also a very disturbing image on the internet that you guys should look up if if you can handle that kind of thing you know what's so funny I was
0: on my way home the other day I was listening to my favorite murder I'm like super far behind on them because I just started like six months ago listening to them but I was listening to one and they were telling about this like axe murderer guy mm-hmm. and they're like um, there's a story about this guy on a cruise ship and they were like looking through old photos from this cruise sh- like they, like this cruise ship like ended its leg or whatever they were not going to use it anymore right. basically um, and so they were going through I guess the crew was going through old photos that they had and stuff and then all of a sudden they came across this one and it was like who is that guy with an axe? No. And they're like, if you search cruise ship guy with an axe, she's like, the photo is so creepy. I want to get the reaction here so you he can all hear it. And I was like, oh my and god. And it's real? And obviously, obviously I had to fucking look it up. Did he murder people on there? I don't know. What? But they were just talking about this guy and then they think they, um, a cruise, on a cruise ship, ship? Yeah. I'd
1: be fucking pissed if my career was ruined by a guy with an axe. I'm not gonna
0: lie. Like it's fucking so creepy. Like they were just looking through fucking old photos. And you get just ready. There. I would cry. Get ready, I Let me see it. Oh, I just wanna find the original. Okay, here we go. They're just like they just like all of a sudden just came across this. What <laughs> right? If I fucking looked down the
1: hallway and saw that, I would literally have shit coming out of my ass.
0: Yeah. It's super creepy, everyone. If you want to just search a cruise ship apps guy. Like, it's so weird. Creepy. Well, remember, everyone. Always keep your wine glasses full.
1: And don't get murdered. Bye.